Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Mondo Show. I am so glad that you're joining me today because I have a very special guest, and we are going to be talking about prophetic spiritual warfare. You know that growing up in East LA, California, I was involved in gangs and, and the warfare that took place there was not only physical, but it was emotional, it was mentally, and I didn't even understand the battles that I was dealing with, even within myself. I knew that I was going to battle and go to warfare with my enemies in the streets, but I didn't know the significance of warfare. I just knew that I needed to survive. <laughs> you ever lived in survival mode? You ever lived in a place where all you're doing is just trying to make it another day? But more than that, we're watching culture, the world. We're watching each other really engaging in a warfare that we don't understand. And the questions keep arising. What is going on? What is happening? Uh, is this normal? Because, you know, to be honest with you, we are living in what they're calling the new normal. Well, that term in itself is warfare. What does that mean? I thought we were living a normal life already. Who's setting up the, no the new norm now? Listen, many people may not be familiar with the meaning of the terminology of spiritual warfare, especially myself. You know, about two decades ago, I walked into a church. I gave my life to Christ, and all of a sudden, I began to learn, and people were teaching me the Bible. Well, the Bible seemed very foreign to me. The terminology that they were using, this prophetic visions, this spiritual warfare, to be quite frankly, it seemed too sci-fi and too religious to even talk about. But the reality was that it's real. And many of us have experienced it, but may not even recognize that it's spiritual warfare. Therefore, when we don't understand it, what happens? We tend to ignore it. And we say to ourselves, just like I did, oh, it's just my life or it's just my luck. <laughs> I want you to know something. We are all dealing with torment in our minds, deep pain, and quite frankly, disappointments that have driven us to a place of what I call misery. And it's leaving us unfulfilled. And our life is not making any sense. Our relationships are not making sense. And even People that are seasoned Christians don't even understand their own spiritual walk. I want you to know something. The warfare that is against you has stolen what I call your destiny. And it has stolen your destiny long enough. The battle that, have, that has been waged against you and I, my guest today says it has to cease. <laughs> you have been giving, I know I have. I've been giving prophetic words that I need to learn how to manifest in my own life. And I know that there's people that have prophesied over your life and you have to be able to claim and be able to have those prophecies about your life, about your destiny, about your family, about your ministry take place. That means manifest in your life. What do you got to do? You got to fight for it. You got to start declaring victory. Stop crying a river. Start declaring victory over your life, over your family, over your finances, over your relationships, and over your personal spiritual walk. It's time to engage in this battle because the fight is real. 
Listen, the fight was real in the gangs. The fight was not a pretend fight. It was not just talk. It was a real fight, a life in death situation. I want you to know something. It's time to learn how to conquer these battles and manifest your destiny as you follow the Holy Spirit's leading. You don't have to wait another minute. It's time to live. Can I say this? I may sound like Joel Osteen right now. A victorious life. <laughs> Is that okay to talk about? We got to start proclaiming victory over our lives. The Bible says this, that the enemy came to steal and destroy. But I want you to know something. This is what Jesus said. I came that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Excuse my accent. I'm Latino, man, but I want to tell you something. You got to live an abundant life. Stop living in this misery and the, this, this disappointments. And listen, if you deal with people, you're going to have disappointment. My special guest today has written a book that deals with, with this very subject that I'm talking about, prophetic spiritual warfare, partnering. Listen, we all need a partner. I know in the gangs, I had to have my crime partners. I had to have my roll dogs. I had to have somebody that was going to go down with me in the fight, no matter what happened. But there's a greater, there's a greater partner than your roll dogs. I want to tell you that. And she talks about it. Partnering, oh, man, I, would, I don't know what I would do without the Holy Spirit. Partnering with the Holy Spirit to manifest your destiny. Kathy DeGraw is my special guest. She is the founder and president of Kathy DeGraw Ministries and K Advancement, a prophetic healing and deliverance ministry. Ms. Kathy is the host of the Prophetic Spiritual Warfare podcast where she exposes the enemy and empowers, listen, empowers believers that's you and I to operate with the Holy Spirit. I better quit shouting. This is supposed to be a talk show. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit too excited because I know what it is to have a battle. I know what it is to fight for your life. I know what it is that to, to be able to understand that when the war is, is waged against you, every act of the enemy comes against you. And what do you do? You fold and cry and get depressed and cry a river and you try to gather as many people around you that can agree with your misery. Let go of that. Get away from those people. If you're the smartest person in your circle, you're in trouble. Oh, I better be quiet. I got my special guest that she's going to encourage us. She's going to give us it, the key to unlock this powerful tools that she has written about, about how to partner with the Holy Spirit and how to live a victorious life. She's the author of several books, including Unshackle and Discerning and Destroying the Works of Satan. I think she's a warrior myself. I mean, every title that she's written is, is talking about warfare and how to be prepared. But let me tell you something. Miss Kathy is passionate about training you believers through e-courses and travels internationally, preaching at conferences and hosting training schools. I need to be quiet. Let me introduce Miss Kathy DeGraw, the author, the podcast host of Prophetic Spiritual Warfare. Miss Kathy, I need to be quiet. I got to let you talk. 
Welcome to the program. Thank you, Mando. It's an honor to be here. And I say, don't be quiet. Preach. Everything you were saying, I was like, yes. Did you read my book? Did you read my mind? Yes and amen. So be it. Listen, before we get started, I love your jacket. <laughs> I love your style. This is how I knew you were different than a lot of people that are talking about this subject. Can I just say this? You're real. Are you real? I know you're real. Thank you. Yes, we got to be real. And that's why I love Praise the Lord Network and everything, because you guys are real. You're bold. You're truth. You say it as it is. You don't compromise. And that's how we need to be. Listen, we are living in an hour where we cannot compromise the gospel of Jesus Christ. If a network doesn't want to carry you because you're preaching this, get away from that network. Go find a network that will give you a platform. By the way, that network is the PTL network. (laughs) Oh, boy. Listen, I, I got so many questions and so little time to talk about this. But let me ask you this, because you seem very cool. I love your jacket. I love your hairstyle. If if I didn't think you were an author, I think you would be a rock singer. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I love to sing to Jesus. I'm a worshiper. Can you sing? No, I can sing a little bit prophetically, but I just love to be in the presence of the Lord. You know, we're created to worship. And so often people are always talking about the demons and deliverance and all the spiritual warfare. But I love to say, you know, first and foremost, I'm a daughter of the King and I'm a worshiper and I just love to praise and worship. So when he allows me, I'll sing some prophetically, but I just love to dance and get before the Lord. Hey, listen, I don't usually do this, but I know you have a word. Can you minister to the person watching? Because in the intro, I talked about disappointment. I talked about people are waging war right now, and they don't even realize they're in spiritual warfare. It seems like this terminology is so sci-fi and so far-fetched and religious that we tend to ignore the reality that we are fighting a spiritual battle. The Bible says that the battle is in the mind. And it seems like if the enemy, if warfare can defeat you in the mind, it will defeat you in every other area in your life. But I just, I don't usually do this, but I feel like you have a word, you have a song for that person watching right now through the PTL network. This show is airing in Los Angeles, New York City, Miami, Philadelphia, all the major cities in America. And I'm getting responses that people that normally won't go to church are tuning in to this crazy guy that is loud, Latino, that loves music, (laughs) that is bringing guests that it's not normal to hear. But I take this platform and just minister. Hallelujah. Thank you. I was in prayer last night and the Lord gave me a word for the people. And one of these words and the main word right now is to get out of your flesh. I've been crying out for God's people to be free and all people to be free in their mind. The battle is in the mind. But you see, we feel an entitlement. We feel like we're owed something from the world. When people hurt us, we get into this place of victim mentality and passivity. We get into this place of defeat. And that is not God's abundant best for you. 
you are victorious and you are an overcomer. But what the Lord was speaking to me last night, as he said, some of you need to crucify your flesh. You need to forego your flesh. And that flesh is that entitlement of what you think you need. And the only thing that you need is to be love, give love, receive love, serve God, serve people, love God, love people, period, end of story. And you're taken in those wounds and you're taken in that hurt and you're taken in that pain. But that's not what we're supposed to be taking in. And we're in this emotional battle in our soul, but we're also in a spiritual battle with the demonic realm. But all of that culminates in your mind. And whether you believe it or not, friends, you have control over your mind, over your thoughts. You have to retrain your thinking patterns, your habits. In 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5, it says to take every thought captive. And when you study that out in the Jewish, it actually says, take that thought and does it obey the Messiah? And if that thought doesn't obey the Messiah, you need to ditch it instead of entertaining it. And you see a lot of our mind battles, depression, fear, anxiety, that is ours. We take it in. The Lord showed me five years ago and he spoke to me, Mondo, and he said, he said, Kathy, something is going to happen in the earth. And he said, I need you to root all fear out of yourself because everyone's going to be in fear. And he said, when everyone's in fear, I need you to be in faith. And I tell you, this pandemic, this is the culmination. And what the Lord was showing me, as he said, Kathy, there's a principality of fear over the earth. And every time people are in fear, it's feeding that principality that's over the earth. And so we all have a responsibility to cast down fear, to walk in victory, to press through to our breakthrough. We need to be intense for the kingdom of God. We need to be relentless. You know, we, we have to be intense because the coronavirus is being intense against us. Our government, um, our society, everything is intense. So as people, we need to be intense. We need to be serious about the kingdom of God. And that starts with us being serious about winning the battle that's in our mind and getting up. You know, I like to say sometimes people need just a little spiritual boot kicking. Sometimes you need that little kick and that little push. And guys, I want to tell you, if you can get up, if you can take a small step, the spiritual realm sees that, and that first step could be your last time you go backwards if you just take that first step towards getting your freedom. Woo. Listen, if you just tuned in, you're hearing, you're watching my special guest, Kathy DeGraw. She is the author of this brand new book, Prophetic Spiritual Warfare, Partnering with the Holy Spirit to Manifest Your Destiny. I want to tell you something. You're not going to hear this type of encouragement, this type of talk, this type of conversation in mainstream platforms. It's like we're fighting against and waging war against the true voices that are trying to get to you to remind you, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. 
You see, the problem, what happened to me, Miss Kathy, is that everything that you're saying is what my life has been about. And I started focusing all the negative and disqualifying myself on why I couldn't host this program, why I couldn't serve God in this ministry, why I couldn't have a voice out there. And I began to focus on the negative and not understanding that there was a war waging in my mind. I don't know about you watching right now, but you got to understand something. We are dealing with more emotional catastrophe than any other time that I have witnessed in my lifetime. This generation is committing suicide like you and I are drinking water. This generation is more depressed than the Great Depression. It does not make any sense. I, I got to ask you this because I like to go through the process, but the key is how do we get through the process, Miss Kathy? And one of the chapters that really drew me to your book was the chapter of conquering every thought. Can you talk about that? Yes, I love that. And that is what I'm very passionate about of how we conquer every thought. And I want to just tell everyone, I know where you've been. I was bound in fear for 40 years. And so I was able to walk through the ministry of deliverance by partnering with the Holy Spirit. And guys, if we will take time to be in the presence of the Lord to pray, to worship, to read the word, we will be able to conquer every thought and walk out our freedom and victory. The Lord told me years ago, he said, Kathy, if your mind is so full of scripture, there'll be no room for the enemy. So that is one of the points to really take in this battlefield of the mind and receiving freedom is fill yourself up with the word of God. Now let's get a little bit more practical. How do we do that? Because so many people are like, I read the word, Kathy. I don't understand it. I'm not getting revelation from it or it's dry. Friends, that's where I'm going to teach you. Go back and partner with the Holy Spirit. So read two passages, read 10. And then what I want you to do is I want you to sit there in silence with the Holy Spirit for two to three minutes and allow him to speak to you. Trust that he will speak to you. We do hear from the Holy Spirit. We don't realize how easy it is. But if we will sit and allow him to help us digest it, for him to show us the prophetic layers of the Bible, that is one way we're going to conquer our mind. But it's capturing every thought. It's taking that thought. And what you have to realize is most of the time, the thought that's binding us is a lie. And so we have to recognize that the enemy is a father of lies. We have vain imaginations, false scenarios, stress, anxiety, fear, rejection hears nobody's going to love me. If we're in a poverty mindset, it says I'm never going to have enough. When we look at that, it is a lie. Now let's go back a little bit further than that lie. When we look behind that lie, it's a fear of something we don't have or that's not manifesting in our life. So for like rejection, what? We're afraid we're not going to have friends. We're afraid we're not going to be accepted. For poverty, we're going to be afraid that we're not going to have financial provision. Now let's look one step back from that. And it's a lot of times an area that we are not trusting the greatest team of three we have. 
And we have the Father, Son, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. And if we are always in a place of rejection, are we saying that we can't trust God to give us friendship or give us acceptance or love on us? If we're always in a place of poverty or defeat, are we saying that God's not going to be our provider because he is Jehovah Jireh, our provider? And so we have to look at what is the thought that's plaguing us? Where is that centered? Where is that targeted? What is the root of it, that entry point? What lie are we believing? How do we ultimately dismiss that lie is by getting rid of the fear, putting our trust in Jesus Christ, going to the throne room of God and spending time in the presence of the Lord. But I tell you, Mando, people don't want to take the time and spend it in the presence of the Lord. We're this quick fix society that we just want to go to a prophet at conference. We want to have a deliverance minister lay hands on us, cast that demon out. But we do not want to spend time doing what? The presence of the Lord. And when you what? You go to prison, you spend the time because you did the crime, right? We have to spend the time in the presence of the Lord to get out of our own emotional prison and soulish strongholds. And that's the way we do it. Continually capturing that thought, dismissing scene. Capture it. It doesn't line up with the word of God. Capture it. It's a lie. Throw it out. You know, one of the things I heard years ago is whatever happens in the mind happens in time. And I want to tell you something, that whatever you're storing in your mind will happen in time. If you're storing, you know, depression and, and depressed mm -hmm. thoughts, you will eventually, you know, take place of that. But when you store the scriptures, when you store God's goodness and you start thinking about the great things that God has done for you, it will bring you in an intimacy and partnering with the Holy Spirit that will help you build a personal relationship with Christ. I don't understand, Miss Kathy. Maybe you can help me understand this because it seems like the church, and listen, I keep saying this on every program, I am not against the church. I believe that what the Bible says, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. I believe it wholeheartedly with my whole heart that that scripture is going to be fulfilled. But in the midst of that, one of the biggest things that I see the church, maybe you, you can correct me if I'm wrong because I'm a student. You're, you're the expert. You're, you're the one that wrote the book. But what it seems to me is that in the church, we are lacking discipline. Seems like discipline is a cuss word and, and you don't use it. Ooh, don't use that in this inner circle. But I'm going to tell you something. One of the biggest reasons why people fail to meet their exercise goal is because you have to stick with discipline. Even when it, you don't feel good, you discipline yourself to show up to the gym. Even when you're super tired, you discipline yourself to go the extra mile. What is it about the church today that is lacking the discipline when it comes to conquering a victorious living, when it comes to waging war with spiritual warfare? 
we're not taught discipline. We're not taught obedience. One, we're not preaching that from the pulpit. And I believe a lot of our leaders aren't being disciplined. If we look at, you know, some of the things that we're seeing in, you know, food addictions, obesity, we're seeing offense, control. So we're seeing some soul wounds, some strongholds right in our churches. And so I believe that does need to come from the leadership and filter down. But we need to look and we need to to fear the Lord. That's what it needs to be. And I believe we need to get back to those scriptures, that word of God that says to fear the Lord and have that reverential fear of the Lord. And that is missing from our church. Intimacy is missing from our church. Warfare is missing from our church. There's so much that's missing from our church. And we're in a war. We don't always see it. We don't physically see demons all the time or the spiritual warfare, but ignorance isn't the answer. And a lot of people think that ignorance is bliss and it's not. We have to be just as disciplined as Jesus was to the cross. And I teach that all the time. And I'm like, look at, you know, he had a long road. He was beaten. He was tortured, all of this, but he pressed through to the breakthrough. He persevered and perseverance means going forward despite opposition. And see, it's just like a runner. I'm a runner. And so you run and you get to that 12 minute mark and man, it gets hard. But if you can get past minute 13, 14, 15, you can continue running forever. And so that's what we have to look at our spiritual walk. If we can get past that little bit of the hard mark, if we can get disciplined like Jesus was, then we are going to make our mark. And what I want to say to our friends today is get disciplined. Even if those around you aren't, you are going to stand before the Lord and you want to get disciplined. You want him to say, well done, good and faithful servant. You were obedient. You did it. And I believe that is one of the reasons that we do not walk out disciplined because we see everyone else isn't doing it. And it gives us permission not to do it. It's just like when you're trying to lose weight, everyone else is having a piece of birthday cake and they say, it's okay. You can have this piece of cake. It's a special occasion. You know what? Sometimes it's not okay. Not if the Holy Spirit told you not to, not if you're trying to go in a course of discipline. You can't choose to be disciplined in your Bible study and then not choose to be disciplined in your eating. You have to partner with the Holy Spirit and breathing, eating, sleeping, walking, ministry, job, everything, 24-7. Your life is not your own. It belongs to the one on the throne. There you have it. My time is gone. I wish I had another 30 minutes to talk about what prophetic spiritual warfare is all about. My special guest today, Kathy DeGraw. She is the president of Kathy DeGraw Ministries. You can catch her podcast, Prophetic Spiritual Warfare. I dare you to go find her. We got to discipline ourselves so we can partner with the Holy Spirit. We must figure out how to unlock a victorious life that God has destined for you and I to live out. We are living in one of the most important times in our history. And if we don't start grasping this message, we are going to miss out on a beautiful relationship with our creator. And what a beautiful relationship that he's given us on this earth to share with those people among you. 
don't be the one that is left behind, meaning left set aside and apart when you know that you have been called to do something great for God. I want you to get the book today, Prophetic Spiritual Warfare, partnering with the Holy Spirit to manifest your destiny. I got to go. I'm so sad. I'm so heartbroken. I have more questions to talk to you about, Miss Kathy. But I want to thank you for coming on today, sharing your message, encouraging me, encouraging those that are watching and, and helping us to remind ourselves we need to get back to partnering with the Holy Spirit. I got to go. But remember, no matter what you're going through, keep the faith. It's going to be all right. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>